Hi, I'm Anna Ng, founder of Client-Centric Property, a full-time property agent, recipient of Top 10 Achievers Award of ERA Realty Network and a mother of two girls. From a girl with inferior complex to a lady with self-confidence, my clients and friends sometimes feel I am a yaya papaya, but yet they love the strong vibe in me. And this show, I will share with you my struggles on juggling family and work, overcoming them, building my self-confidence and gaining the respect of my family, clients and friends. Welcome to the Client-Centric Property Show. Welcome to Client-Centric Property Show. I'm Anna and in this episode, I'll be sharing with you tenants handover and eviction. That's the first time that I ever did a handover that I couldn't forget is at Kalista in Ma Thoma Road. In fact, actually, for that case, I was helping a friend out. His mom previously got in tenants through another agent, but apparently that agent who collected the commission is actually acting on behalf and in the interest of the tenants alone. So the time comes whereby she's supposed to take back the unit and market it again for the next new tenants. So being a very new agent then, I volunteered to do the takeover for her. However, I, it didn't occur to me that that handover can take so long. I remember that day we appeared at Kalista in Matoma Road. For a unit about 1,000 over square feet facing the swimming pool with southeast facing. This is what we deem as a choice unit for most condominiums. And on that day, prior to that, we've already informed the Indian tenants for the handover on the date and time. But we don't know why, when we arrive at the unit outside, the Indian tenants are nowhere to be seen. We waited and waited and waited, and it turned out that it was a one or two hours wait and they still are not here. We started to ask the agent to come down to oversee, but the agent is also on a missing in action. So what happened? Then we text the agent and we text the tenant to come down. If not, we'll open up the unit ourselves as the landlord still has a key. Eventually, we were forced with no choice. The landlord has to open up the house herself. After we opened up the unit, we were shocked to see 300 to 400 cockroaches infesting the unit. Cockroaches were crawling all around, on the door frames, on the floors, on the sofa, on the kitchen top, in the sink, in the fridge, in the washer, in the freezer even, in the bedrooms, bedroom floors, the storeroom, the toilets, and even in the cupboards of the bedrooms. It was practically everywhere. When we went in, I asked the landlord to allow me to wear my shoes in. And not just that. After we went inside the unit, we realized that the curtains were badly vandalized. There's markings of the marker pens all over the curtains and some parts are torn. And the owner actually has done up a cover for the mattresses 
and the cover is made of PVC leather, the PVC leather was torn. And after we take out the PVC leather, we saw that the mattresses were badly stained. As the other thing that was of concern is the flooring. The compressed marble flooring was stained with all kinds of, we don't know, is it a wine stain or is it a candle stains? It was stained in the entire house. For the bedrooms, they have parquet floorings and the parquet floorings was badly scarred and scratched. Not just that, the walls were not spared as all as well. The walls were with scribblings and drawings by the children of the house, which is the tenants, but they have left. We were really shocked. Then we realized the tenant threw a half-open coconut in the sink in the kitchen and left one of the windows open. Now we all know that for every condo, weekly usually there is a fumigation uh, going on. So for that, the cockroaches will start to run. For whoever's house that has a rubbish chute, and if it's not properly closed or it's spoiled, the cockroaches could come to visit your house and overstay. So in this case whereby the tenants left half-eaten food, rotten food, expired food, or, or that, that coconut in that, in that sink, probably that's how all the cockroaches came about. We called the tenants to come, but the tenants wouldn't. And eventually, we have to tell him to come if he still wanted his security deposit. And that's how eventually he appeared after three hours to four hours. And then he returned the keys back to the landlord. After doing a final inspection with them, we have to keep the security deposit to cover the losses of the landlord. The other case of handover was Deng Fu Bill. It was of a Singaporean businessman who overcommit in rental units and eventually he couldn't pay his rental. What was unforgettable is that at one point, he was challenging us to sue his wife bankrupt because he was brave that brave because his wife is the only name registered as the main tenant in the contract. What is my conclusion here? For Kalista, after looking through, I realized the landlord has a habit of springing sudden visits and attacks to the Indian tenants. For some reason, I do sense that the tenants are not too comfortable on one of my visits with her. Then, also note, the tenants claim to be business owner in Singapore and the landlord rented the unit to tenants, but this landlord does not have a representing agent. She is, pay that she is paying the agent who is representing the tenant and of course, that agent will be standing on the side of the tenant in case of any handover dispute. So, it's very clear when the agent disappears on the handover day, he is definitely not representing the landlord. And so, when the tenant is bent on playing punk, the landlord has no support and advice. But luckily, 
I was there because it's a referral by my friend. For Deng Fu Bill, the tenant's husband is also a businessman. Perhaps maybe you can learn from it that on the signing of the TA, he suddenly wanted to put his wife's name to be listed as a main tenant as a telltale sign of his inability for accountability later on. Because we realize that his wife is very young and is a stay-at-home mommy with no income. So for that, he is quite certain, so what if we sue his wife? Probably we'll get nothing out of it. But eventually, I evicted them for my landlord. So what is the key takeaway today from my stories? First of all, when you're renting a unit, just be a bit more wary of small businesses and businessmen. If they suggest putting someone else's name on the contract and that someone does not even have a job, just be very careful. The other thing is maybe they will put their company's name, but when you do a company search, it may be just a company in label. They do not have a proper office or address. And two, beware of those tenants who wish to rent one to two years, but no matter how insisted on just one month or lesser of security deposit. Means they're very particular about the deposit. They don't want to put so much. That is another telltale sign. And three, beware of tenants who always default in rental, sending in the check late and all kinds of excuses about their money's not in the account yet and pleading for leniency, especially in the first two to three months of the lease because the colours are already showing since they got control of your unit. Well, I've come to the end of my story and I hope you have gotten some interesting takeaways from me. If you wish to learn more about the rental jargons commonly used by real estate agents in Singapore or connect with me via Facebook, do click on my link https colon double slash shor dot by oblique anna ng in my show notes or you can refer to my show notes for the link for the rental jargons book. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode sharing more tips and stories on illegal sublet and eviction. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honoured to have you here. If you like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programmes and done-for-you services, visit me over at soulrichwoman.com S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, do subscribe to our email list because once you're subscribed, you become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, if your mind can perceive, you shall conceive. Sending you my confidence and I speak to you soon.